I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the Everton Fan Focus podcast. We're back, Mark. We're back, mate. Yeah. How are you? Well, good to see you, mate. I barely recognise you. Thank God I stalked your house recently because I knew where you lived. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's fine. It's been a while, hasn't it? Probably yeah. three months. Something like that. Best part of three months. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, I think we've done one shortly. Yeah, was it, was it three months ago? Really? It was. Um, just after the second, wasn't it, of, of Martin? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that, I'm just all I can hear that night was champagne corks and party pop as well. And it was, it's all a blur, a glamorous blur. <laughs> and then ever since then, back down to here smoothly with what's gone on since. But. So you've um, you've grown a designer beard. Yeah. You've lost more hair on the top of your head. Yes, but replaced it stylishly below. <laughs> <laughs> it's a midlife crisis, I'll grow out of it. <laughs> Any other news? Everything else alright? Yeah. yeah, everything's all right, yeah. Oh, I almost empty on the bed front. So, yeah. That yeah. Same. <laughs> you've, uh, you've had more women than bloody off dinners in the past few months, have you? I have definitely. <laughs> Jeremy Crowell, me too. Definitely scheduled in as a must, I think. Definitely. Yeah, now it's going there. Uh, Going smoothly, which more than you can say for our transfer window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like the way you've done that. It's uh, almost like we planned that conversation. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we've obviously got a lot to discuss, haven't we? There's been yeah uh, an endless list of activity probably since Roberto got the chop, and um, we're going to go right. through it bit by bit. I think it's only fair to start with the appointment of Ronald Koeman, which seems like old news now, to be honest, but. Yeah. We're just not doing a podcast the past couple of months. It's uh, very relevant and yeah, Big Ronald. Are we, what are we saying? Are we you, you mentioned him in the last podcast. Are we calling him Big Ron or is that too Big much Ron of a is draw a bit, on I don't know. I, I just see a lot of jewellery when I think of Big Ron and, <laughs> and sort of mansions and, and racist comments. We'll, <laughs> we'll just call him uh, Ronald Koeman then. Well, Ronnie, I think, is better. Maybe or depends how Tottenham we get on against Tottenham. Don't he? Could be getting called something else. Yeah. <laughs> It's not quite as, you know, I think some of our fans went a bit far, didn't he, with Martinez, Bob, yeah. he was getting Bobby, 
Bobby's brown shoes again. <laughs> we all got a bit carried away. Got a lot worse than that, mate. He's getting the Orioles painted and everything on the side <laughs> of the main stand. <laughs> he was getting loaded, yeah. Yeah, after one good bad. season. But anyway, Ronald Koeman, yeah. obviously a massive name in the footballing world. On the pitch, off the pitch, he's well respected, highly regarded. Um, even though I'm looking at this bit of paper, I'm, I'm not. This isn't scripted. <laughs> um, None of it is, though. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. The way I'm trying to put a sentence together, but yeah, he's. he's you know, he's like goes without saying. You you say Ronald Koeman, everyone knows that he was a a top top draw defender. Yeah. Played for some well recognised sides. Obviously, very very well known in his homeland, Holland. And fair to say, he's he's got managerial experience. It's hardly a glittering record, though, is it? No, it's not, but it's the guy does carry a lot of weight behind him with what, what he's achieved in his playing career. And also when you think about, you know, his job that he done at Southampton and all like that some some that's not enough for some people they want a proven winner in. But I do think this guy is on an upward curve in his career and I think that's it 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 was the right kind of ambition for us to get us in. For, you know, I believe he was our number one target, wasn't he? So to go and get him. You know, whatever's gone on since has maybe deflated that a little bit, but it certainly showed the signal of intent from, from the board and, and where they wanted to go to go and land their number one target from a club who were miles better than us last season. You know? Definitely, and I think obviously there's been a bit of uh, point scoring with Southampton fans and what have you, but ultimately they've done they've done well. Southampton have got a lot of time for them, yeah. Um, but their players have been plucked away from them. You know, unfortunately, that, that's what happens in football. It, we're used to that. But it yeah. really, the shoes on the other foot this time, and I did feel like when we done that podcast back in May, the club had already identified Cumin. We were linked with Mourinho, Pellegrini. We were linked with, I think even the likes of uh, Unai Emery, Emery Simeone. Yeah. We were chatting. I think in terms of realistic, Cumin was probably the most realistic. He was proven in the Prem, um, as you say, upward curve of his career. Very much someone who's ambitious. Yeah. Um, in terms of stature, we are a bigger club than Southampton. I think you know the most, you know, sane Southampton fan would realise that. Um, he spent time there. He's probably thought, well, you know, maybe six or seven is the best I'm going to do. Yeah. And hopefully, he sees Everton as you know a new project where he could maybe crack crack the the, the places above sixth and seventh, and and ultimately try and get into the Champions League. But it's a huge task. There's no denying it. But I, I I've got to admit, Mark, I was happy with his appointment. Very happy. Same exact same here. Exact same. I think his appointment alone is managerial. You know, now and all rounds, he's got so much more adaptability than Martinez had. In his in his thoughts, in his in in how he changes a game, you know, if you think back to when they were two 0 down against Liverpool and all that, Everton would never have done that under Martinez to come back. But not just one game, and certainly not just because it was against Liverpool. Cumin's uh, shown that he can adapt his tactics and all that. So I think that alone, and if we can, these players can 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 get that rocket up their ass, which I do think they still need, then then there's a, there's we could be having Cumin along this fifty worth about 10, 15 points. Extra just on top of Martinez, you know what I mean? Because I think I don't think he's going to make anywhere near the same level of mistakes as Martinez did last two seasons. I just, I just, I'm impressed with his attitude. Again, he seems really yeah. genuinely liked, and Martinez was genuinely liked. But I think Cumin is well liked and well respected because of who he is and what he's done. And uh, yeah. you know, Martinez was a very, you know, very Cumin. good with the cameras and. And, and, and talking positivity but I think Cumin's more of a realist yeah. and I like you know the fact that Old Trafford the other night uh, he's, he's effing and blinding on a touchline and the, 
The microphone, yeah. the TV microphones must be uncomfortable, squeamish, but even picking that up because it's not meant to be heard at home, but you can physically hear it and see it. And he's 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 annoyed. And that, like I, I that joke, that great said he, for three years, we just haven't had any of that. Well, that's I mean, it. Martinez no. obviously tried to take the positives out of everything, but Cumin, you can see he's he's kicking every ball and he's he's winning every header from yeah. the touchline. And I think that you know that'll hit home with Evertonians. And I I looked at him the other night and I thought, you know what? He's passionate. That's what we want. He's real. He's a winner. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He, he, he come out. He come out, didn't he? After what, what games did we win in pre-season? Three-one. Was it MK? MK Dons. And yeah. he come out and said, you know, I, was, I wasn't best pleased with the second half performance. And yeah, do you know what I mean? I think and that's he wasn't. What, he wasn't too impressed after after a decent nil-nil draw at Old Trafford. Honestly, goes a long way with football fans. I think. And Absolutely. Martinez wasn't honest. I mean. He bullshitted his way through a lot of mud in his time as yeah. Everton. As much as you know, I wish him well for the future. Um, for God knows how he got that golden, for. golden future. He somehow landed himself in. He, 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 I think he would have saved himself better if he would have been a bit realistic and honest with the Everton fans. And uh, Cumin's only been here a matter of months, and I, I think we're seeing that already. But there's still a long way to go. It, you know, things might not work out, so we can only predict. But. He's, he's got a lot of more substance to him than Marquez yeah. has, hasn't he? Yeah, me. oh, I a lot more stage. He's a bigger guy as well. He's seen with his flip flops on holiday. Yeah, all absolutely. was missing there was a cigar. Cigar and maybe a sudden comfort along the beach. Yeah. <laughs> he's brought his staff with him yeah. as well, Mark. Yeah, they're all on Twitter. <laughs> Pretty much. Jan Jan Klutenberg loving it, isn't he? He's loving it. He's, uh, he's he's he won't be loving it if it goes wrong on Saturday. But no. It's uh, it's it's good that they're all on Twitter, but I don't know how long they're going to be on. Yeah, the the coaching staff was identified on on Twitter itself the other day. They look some kind of like mob entourage at the back, which is so much more reassuring than looking at Dennis Lawrence and the uh, Graham Jones. <laughs> you know, they look the the coaching staff looks hungry, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? It looks looks like I don't know what I mean by well, that. They come with they, they come they with stuff, don't they? You know what I mean? About them, yeah, you know, they, yeah. They come with a high high regard, and there is associates, and one of them is his brother. You know, they are people who he's brought in and appointed. And fitness is being a a big thing with Everton, hasn't yeah. it? You know, it came under the spotlight under Roberto. Well, I like that at half time against United. I think it was Clute Clute was at them all drilling on the pitch and all that, and then they were huddling and all that. I don't think we didn't see any of that last season. It's intense, isn't it? You know? It's it was like you know trying to get everyone going, trying to get everyone. Playing at their best, it's sort of like we don't care who the opposition is. In, know, in goal, he's brought in um, mentality. Yeah, well, in goal, he's brought in Ludowicz, is it? And again, you know, since Chris Woods oh, I mean, you know, departed, well, we, we, it's an area of concern. Fitness, yeah, you would say defence and, and in goal are two key areas. And, I think it was know. an area neglected last mm. season. You know, I don't want to keep going on about last season, but. You know, it's just the setup is so much better, isn't it? It looks geared to move forward. We're not just at the whim of a, you know, of chance where where we're going to turn up and play worldy football for one game. What that, you know, I was thinking about that Wigan fan who got a spot and saying you'll have one great game every eight under Martinez and, and seven, you know, bad games. That's pretty much how it worked out last season, mm-hmm. you know. But that we seem so much more geared to be consistently better. Mm-hmm. Although we, we haven't shown it in pre-season, admittedly. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I can see you foaming at the mouth. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously he's came in, um, three-year contract. Yeah, that's about right. Appointed, you know, all, this, all the positive signs that come with that. Um, also, 
looking back on his most recent manager, I mean, you know, I'm not going to talk about his, his time at certain clubs, but obviously that's come into question his his, uh, his managerial experience. But yeah, drawing on Southampton, from what I've seen, he's recruited well. He's got the best out of them players. They've been well organised. Always full of pace and energy. Yeah, that's what I like. I mean, yeah, I think we had a decent record against Southampton, to be honest. Yeah. Um, over the past few years, and we've beaten them home and away and what have you. Um, but I, I was impressed, especially the fact that he's, he basically sold his whole squad to Liverpool over the course yeah. of two years. And, you know, for him to then bring the likes of, you know, Mane, who ironically is now going to Liverpool. No, <laughs> you know, and he's brought Shane Long in. Uh, he had to deal with Dayan Lovren leaving. He's had yeah. likes of Steve da- Stephen Davis. So he, got him, he got him playing brilliantly. Yeah, you know? yeah. He brought but in Fraser Forster, Ryan Bertrand. These these players, Nathaniel Klein, he dealt with him leaving. But yeah. he, he signed players to to come in and sufficiently fill their place, and then still yeah. kept them up there. Absolutely. You know I mean? With all them players gone, but there's always been a real energy behind Salam Sarandi. They're a dangerous team. You know when they when they're in full flow, and that's what I want. That's how I want Everton to be like next season, you know, constantly. We've got certainly much more attack-minded, better players if, 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 you know, so much uncertainty around, isn't there? But, you know, certainly I think Morales and Dalafoe are going to be up for it this season and they're, you know, really dangerous players on their day. There's always Cuban signature, there's bags of energy, isn't it, going forward? Yeah. You know, always committing men forward, but always lots of quality going, you know, they always... You don't see them, you know. They always counterattack effectively, don't they, and stuff like that. So that's what we that's what we want to see. But also, he's got that defensive. We have looked a lot more solid defensively. Yeah. A few more, a few hiccups along the way. But you know, certainly looks like we're getting the foundation slowly but surely. Um, after the United game, I'm not going off the other games before people uh, say you know you. This, but certainly the United game and and Espanyol as well. To be honest, we didn't look. Although we lost, didn't look too troubled. Yeah. Um, following on from that, we've then obviously moving further down the line this summer, we've we've gone and appointed Steve Walsh, which it sort of came out of nowhere, that one, didn't it? Don't you I, think? I mean, there was a bit of speculation, and then the the you know apparently rejected an approach or whatever. But I think that one, he signed a contract in May, so something's happened there in early June, hasn't it? it Contact being made, and then obviously Everton have had to pay compensation for that. I, I was just wanting to know what conversations have happened to get him to come from Leicester. You know, he's. He's the flavour of the month right now, isn't he? You know, he's the most respected sort of scout there is, or, or you know, in in his job role. That you know, he's the most sought after guy. So, what what conversations took place there to get him to come to Everton? You know, it's something we're not privy to, but it, all it lends it's it's like it's it's adding to a confusing summer because we've shown ambition in getting Cumin and Walsh. It, you know, it will, a lot of teams, a lot of clubs would like to have in their staff on their staff and then we're sort of seeing this absolutely dead period of time where, where nothing's quite happening we're sort of we, it just looks like the same old transfer window but um, but then other things say different about the club do you know what I mean the, the new manager paid all kinds of money to get rid of Magnus paid all kinds to get Koeman in and Walsh so so the investment in the setups there it's just um, you know we've got a brand new table we haven't got a nice table lot to go on it yet <laughs> you were building up towards something there, weren't you? Um, no, I agree. Yeah, it is frustrating, but I mean, I, I'll come to my views on it. I'm a lot more calmer, to be honest. But yeah. the one with Walsh, I don't know much about him, you know what I mean? Apart from the fact that the proof's probably in the pudding, isn't it? Fair play, Leicester City, what they did, the players that they've got, they've managed yeah. to keep hold of most of them, apart from Kante. But 
you know, fair play, and it someone has been in his ear, and you know, do you want to be part of this project? Come and work with Kuma. Yeah, that's come and work with Farhad Mashiri, and and you know, we we're gonna look at the infrastructure and set up, but we're also wanting to you to drive the director of football role, and and from the top, from the top, we've seen Farhad Mashiri come in in February, in May, we've seen Ronald Koeman come in in June, July, we've seen Steve Walsh come in. We just now need the players to follow. Yeah, see, that's it, and to be honest. As much as I've started to show some degree of panic on Twitter about what's going on, that's the safety net that's stopping me from going a bit mental, to be honest, about what's going on again at Evan. Because that's that's like this isn't the same. This isn't Martinez. It isn't Kenway. It's not. It's not the old days. You know. Yeah. It's there's that that level of ambition's been inserted into the club now. So I'm. That's what's keeping me sort of calm. There's clearly a drive there to make us better. Yeah, you know, behind the scenes, which is good. To, and but also, you know, I think it's more of a a, a diplomatic approach, which frustrates fans. Yeah, because, you know, we all want everything at, yesterday. You look, and at, I know it's been a dawn window. You look at the Manchester City and Rubinho yes. example, and people draw on that. But Everton aren't going to be like that, are they? And plus, you've got to have the the lure for players, the attraction, and we haven't got European football. Look at the last two league finishes, bottom I half. I know, you know. The only the only attraction for me for Everton going in would be working for Ronald Koeman, playing alongside some of those players who are hugely talented. Apart from that, you know, Goodison yeah. Park in terms of infrastructure, that it's not not the most appealing. The area at Liverpool, it is. It's brilliant for me and you, but for yeah. foreign players, whatever is today, you know, do they want to be in the Manchester's, the Londons, and this this obviously yeah. is all uh, a factor, but. I do think they'd open the graft and again that we'd get all these players. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think that, that you know the, the foundations and yeah are slowly building towards something. It's just a fact that we're slowly building towards a transfer deadline as well, which yes. um, is like a lot of Evertonians have lost a lot of hair or it's well, gone it's, grey over I the summer. It's just, it's like we start off with this great big air balloon, you know, of optimism, and slowly but surely we wound ourselves down to an eighth birthday party balloon stuck in the corner of the room. It's like the it's been drained a little bit, hasn't it, by what's gone on? I, I think there's imminent imminent announcements on myself. Yeah, I'm um, just, I'm trying to I do think either before or after the Spurs game, though this week or early next week, something's going to happen. Or there could be an announcement late this week and there'll be an unveiling at half-time at Goodison on Saturday, which means they go straight into the squad for the, the West Brom game the week after. I know people want people signed to bed in, but at the end of the day, I always think if you're good enough, it'll take you a couple of weeks. If you yeah. if you fit enough, you're in that team. You know what I mean? And I would say address a guy probably is an example of that from Saturday. He was only a pre-season friendly, but the kid yeah. looked the kid looks like he won't take time to settle in at all. It looked great, didn't he? But apart from you know the penalty, the it was a bit over exuberance. I think at the start of his debut, he was looking to impress. Didn't have his head screwed on right, but. Yeah, it's I tell you what, more energy seen in one pre-season friendly in that midfield than, than maybe the whole of last season. Yeah. Well, I mean, James <laughs> McCarthy's full of energy, but I don't think he's even full of that anymore. I think he's yeah, <laughs> he just he just channels it in the wrong way. Anyway, yeah. So Steve Walsh came in. Yeah. Moving on to pre-season, I know we've both been on the Al Cody streams, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Watching any Al game, I think I watched the. Uh, I have Everton friendly with no no commentary did it? Yeah, I did as well. Strange one. Very strange. Yeah. I, but, um, I decided to commentate it on myself. It was Tyler esque. But, go know. on, I'll try and let you remember all the preseason <laughs> results then. Okay. Barnsley first off, very convincing, very professional 3 0 win. I think Delafoe scored. Uh, 
Barkley scored a terrific goal, didn't he, on the left, yeah. getting the ball in. Uh, that was a great goal. And I think Morales scored as well that game. And then sort of that was a good. Do you know who impressed me in them games? Uh, certainly Barnsley and MK Dons was Shani Tarashash. I think I've said his name right. I've had one San Miguel. <laughs> you need to spell that for us, man. I'll check it with Bully. T A R A S H A J. I think that was his name. Uh, but he looks a terrific player, if you ask me. Um, like a place in between the lines, you know, looks to link up. We looked a lot more what fluid you, with him. I, 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 I maybe I'm over it. Maybe I'm over. But I, 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 I forgot about him. Yeah, I think he. I think he looked the part. I know it's Barnsley and MK Dons, and that's fair dues. But uh, you know, linking up with Delphine and linking up, we looked alive up front, and I thought he had a lot to do with that. You know, well, let's let's hope he's not another Joe Silver or oh, a or a Juliano <laughs> Rodrigo who yeah. I thought was going to conquer the world after we beat Wrexham to yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I forgot about him to be honest, Mark. But you know, he is a new signing. We signed him this year. He went back to complete his military service. Didn't even play for Castle yeah. and he's come back and you know it could be utilised. But it you know regardless of the results in pre-season, I know me, me, the likes of myself and you won't read too much into it. No, I've been refreshed. It, it, to be honest, we haven't got no other option to use youngsters because the squad is bare. Yeah. But I think it's refreshing to see these players coming in. The likes of Mason Hargate at Old Trafford the other night. I thought he, he, didn't, he, didn't look, he didn't look. He didn't. It looked like. It looked like he'd been playing. It looked like you know Marcus Rashford, seasoned Premier League player, even though he's a kid. And I, yeah. I thought, you know what, that 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 kid. That he rose to the occasion superbly, didn't he? You know, and also John Stones on the face of it. I think John Mello said he was going to be even better than, than Stones. Well, they yeah. signed him, didn't he? Similar fashion to the way they signed Bar- um, Stones from Barnsley. But, you know, yeah. look, look at the other kids and, and that have been used. And Conor Grant's got a game, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Tara Shai, as you said. I think I was really disappointed in Kieran Dowell. He was a favourite of mine. from I haven't seen him a few times. But that's why they need to be nurtured, you see. Yeah. Whereas Tom Davis come in and took the piss, didn't he? Last game of the season, like, with his, and his luck... And his swagger, and now he's got the five-year deal. He's the sort of one on everyone's tongue, on yeah. everyone's lips, isn't and he? And he hasn't looked bad pre-season, to be honest. Exactly. He's looked great. And he's a bit of read and breaks well, if you ask me. But that's it. But the likes of him, <laughs> Dow, you know, Ty Brown and Brendan Galloway, don't forget them. Yeah, What's yeah. going on with Luke Garbutt? You've got players there. I thought he was... I thought he was a really good player, Luke Garbutt, and now he's finding himself so far down the pecking order. I just... But regardless of that, there is really a core youth there, and... Again, if you just get the two or three faces that we need of quality, you've got a really good, strong core there. You've got the older players, your Jack Yelkers, your yeah. experience of you know your Coleman Baines, um, yeah. you know Gareth Barry. But then you've got I think Coleman needs some, got some competition gay, at right back. You've got your gay in midfield. You've got Funes Mori, Stones. You know potentially a couple of a couple of other new faces. You've got Davis in and around the side. But then you've got the vibrancy of Morales to Lafoe, who I think are going to be huge for us yeah. this season. And don't get me wrong, I've never been Morales' biggest fan, but the way he's looked, I just think he, he's looked he's like well he's, up for it, know, he? the shackles are off. Yeah. And to Lafoe as well, keep them two fit and fire, and you'll get 10, 15 goals potentially out of one of them. Look at the assists, they're both on fighting for free kicks, corners, penalties. You yeah. know, if, if you've got They both scored free front, kicks in pre season. Yeah, you, you yeah. know. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with the Lukaku situation, but if you replace him, whoever comes in has got those players behind him and Barkley as well. 
I'll be yeah. honest, the way I'm feeling about Lukaku, you could replace him with a shoulder in mannequin and you'd get more up front than off him. Well, I do appreciate his... <laughs> Just <laughs> great goal scorer, but he's no good to us if he's not interested. Well, so you're beginning to sound like some of our fans last season. <laughs> he scores goals, but nothing else. Well, I don't know no, give a fuck if he does nothing else. Do, score goals, absolutely. Sticks the ball in the back of the net. As long as, he, as long as he wants to do that, that's fine. He can, he can, everything else can go hang. <laughs> so, pre-season's come to a close. We've tried different formations, different styles. Yeah. Seen different players. Yeah. And as um, you said before, you know, he's gone free at the back on occasion. He's, 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 he'll go direct if he wants to. He's put Zolofo up top. It's, it's, diff- it's nice to see different, a different I don't think we're gonna mentality, see, isn't yeah. it, and, and ideas. I think we're not going to see constantly two sitting midfielders at home next season. You know, that, that alone is, is exciting enough, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So we're going to see a more proactive approach to, to winning games at home. I think Human's shown, yeah, like you say, in five, was it five games over pre-season, he's got far more adaptability than our previous manager, um, which is which is good in itself. I think that's what was drilling the players. Nothing was changing, nothing. You know, no matter what happened in training, it was all the same, wasn't it? But no, signs are there. We we do we do just need that that one even one big signing this week just to lift. It. Don't let us go into their flat. You know, like nothing. You know, we turn up. We you know we're walking around like Texas Pete at the end of the season, thinking this is gonna be it. And now we're sort of resembling Spotty Man looking after Super Ted. <laughs> what are you talking about here? All the viewers on that. It's meant to be a football podcast. Ridiculous. Oh, anyway, back to the back to the pre-season issue, but I, I know what you mean. I want to come to transfers in a minute. Yeah. Because you keep going on about it. <laughs> but it'll probably take us an hour to go through all the players that have been linked with. So Yeah, six hundred and twelve. Let's keep some structure. Let's keep some structure to this podcast <laughs> for once. Stop drifting on I'm only transfers. To be honest, you're right though, you are right, and you know, I, I as much as I'm calm about it, I can see Completely get that Evertonians are frustrated, but yeah, pre season is usually your chance to you know you're eyeing up your new talent, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. You're looking at your new players in an Everton shirt and you're like, Oh, I'm excited about this. Whereas, what about him? He's gonna look good. Martin yeah. Stecklenberg between his sticks. I know <laughs> it's not exactly it's although he looks good, you know, it's not it, obviously. We need it, doesn't even have to be a marquee sign, it just has to be a, a decent, substantial fee. Address a gay, probably. People think, oh, Villa got relegated, but I think that could be a good sign. And, yeah, he um, was a great player. You know, he's a very good player. On the face of it, will he, Gareth Barry, do the mopping up in front of the back three? Yeah. Uh, Gay, Gay's a bit further ahead, and then Barkley, you know what I mean? Barkley's speaking too. today, wasn't he, about impressing um, exactly. Koeman, so, so the, you know, as long as he's fit, you can see Barry playing a star. I think he's got more to offer than McCarthy in there, hasn't he? Yeah. Obviously. But, um, yeah, I think what it, what it is, Mark, it's not disappointment, it's just that this is the pre-season where we thought things would be different. Mm. You know what I mean? And right now, with with so many, with three weeks left to the window, things don't look different. Mm. Even though, quite clearly, behind the scenes, things are changing. They're not changing fast enough on the pitch. And, and we've waited so long for such ambition to be injected on that pitch. It, I, I get why there's, there's the fuses and I'm short on so, this. So what you're saying is... We right. thought it was Christmas Day, but we're being told that we've got to wait till Boxing Day. What are you saying is, 16 years <laughs> we waited for investment, 
And that, yeah, not, we got it. And then less than fucking less than six weeks, <laughs> all our fans are having a meltdown. I I totally get I, it, mate. I, I'm but not. I'm allowed to because I was having meltdowns for sixteen years. Well, you was. <laughs> you, you you first uh, opened my eyes to to the, the different views on Everton's ownership, shall we say, Paul? Yeah, I, I, I know I'm, what you say. I'm trying to be right and mature supporter about this and trying to be real and think look I, I, of course I want Rubinho and, and Ibrahimovic yeah. playing, See, playing off Lukaku and I, of course I want that but I, I'm trying to be more grounded with this and the fact that Mashiri's come in it's not it's cliche but Rome wasn't built in a day and no. I don't believe that he will come here without this long term plan to make Everton a successful outfit and that takes time. We're always totally. gonna we're always gonna have players who leave. We're always gonna have players that we sign. Yeah. As Evertonians, we're used to a lot of shit in yeah. the transfer market, let's be honest. But I do believe this domino effect of his arrival, Mashiri's arrival, Ronald Koeman's arrival in the end of Martinez's era, Steve Walsh coming in yeah. to to embrace this new setup. New coaches, yeah. a new Mentality. A, new, a new plan for the infrastructure with the with the ground because yeah. we all know that that we just needed that businessman that has got a bit more now than yeah Robert Elstone hasn't got any but do you know what I mean <laughs> now that Absolutely. we've got that it's yeah. stages and unfortunately if the transfer window was the end of December then not we wouldn't be having this conversation now no. because we'd be like yeah it's sound but the season starts on Saturday it's five days away I completely see that but I do have a lot of faith that before the end of the window Everton will get two or three faces over the line and some people might stop me and say well two or three faces not enough we've lost three players we have yeah. and we're probably likely to lose another three um, yeah. when, when the arse gets in that taxi <laughs> um, but I do, I, I, I've got faith this time around I've got See, a lot what, of faith and I, I, people are forgetting we've signed a keeper we've signed a midfielder we need to bring in now three names I don't get carried away with the, the links to Witzel the links to you know Wesley Schneider the other week you don't, you can't read too much into it no. and then no one linked us with that address again and we signed the kid a prospect who could turn into a, a world class Premier League player in the matter of three or four years so yeah. you just don't know which shows that the ITKs out there know absolutely nothing exactly so you know. You're right though, you pointed out the fundamental things that have been inserted at the club to give us more than more than genuine optimism. But it's just, you know, we we thought we thought that would be represented on the pitch a lot sooner than it has. No, been, I get that. Yeah, I get I that. Think that's what it is, mate. I get that. And when I joke on Twitter, I'm not having a go at anyone, I'm just Yeah. I, I just I, I you know, don't get me wrong. You've only got to listen to the podcast or any sort of article. I, I'm a f I fucking I'm a depressive when it comes to Everton. I've got to be honest. I always I've seen a lot of negativity, and I've got sick of it over the years. Yeah. But this time, I do feel like a lot is changing and will change. Yeah. And I, I'm, I've been, I've, you know, I know people want instant success in football, but I believe Mashiri's style and Everton's style is going to be. It might be a waiting game. You might not see any marquee signings till next summer. But then the summer after, we might be, you know, building a new stadium. So what's not to get excited about that? I just think yeah. there is a long-term plan in place. Eventually, Bill Kenwright and, and a couple of his colleagues will step away. When Mashiri's got the plan in place, he knows where he's going to go with yeah. this club on the pitch and off it. And it'll fit. I do believe it will fit. 
So yeah, there you go. I've won you over. That satisfied me completely. But you I know, do you feel Mark that this this transfer incoming transfer is imminent? Yeah, and I'm so not I'm, in the I'm, know. I'm I don't hoping. know anyone who works at Finch Farm, but <laughs> I do feel like, like something big is brewing. Going to be some major developments, and uh, you know, by the time we play Stoke, yes, on my wedding day, on your wedding day, um, that I'll you you know you'll be texting me as I'm. As I'm doing my vows, saying, "Wow, we've just signed Axel Witzel there for 27 million. <laughs> I do believe that there's something going to happen. Try and get it into the best man speech. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. But maybe let's just hope it does, because that's that's all that's missing, really. Because you know, it's just we, we just haven't quite been able to get carried away, have we? I, mean, I think we all see a lot of people have crappy reality, like their lives, you know, shitty jobs or whatever. And Everton is is. We, for once, we thought there was going to be some fantasy football going on, which is short-sighted. But we just thought it was going to go hand in hand with the investment. I completely. But, uh, I, I, and I think I, that that, that Evan allows you to escape. Uh, certainly, when it's going well, it allows you. To, I don't know. Maybe I'm just that, overthinking it. But that's that's it. I know. agree, and I don't. I, you know, doesn't matter what you do. Any walk of life, we all speak to fans on Twitter, don't yeah. we? All the time. Yeah. Um, we all do share a love and an interest for them, but we all have different views and. We all take the piss out of each other on social media all the time, but the goal is we all want to sign players, we all want to win the league. Do you yeah. know what I mean? We all want a new stadium on but the we, docks. We 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 differentiate on how we think that's going to be achieved, don't we? Yeah. You know, we think differently. It is tough, Mark, because both you know me and you, we're not getting any younger. There's lads. I'd nope. love I'd love kids below us and our kids to be able to grow up and yeah. see Everton lifting trophies. Do you know even if it's an FA Cup or a league, Cup. a Europa League, just. Just getting back into the mix of it, so yeah, you're right. Just hope that you know that, that this is small steps towards towards what we what we want to see from Everton. Consistent, you know. I think we'd all take a couple of quiet, well, a lot of quiet weeks in the transfer window if it meant if it meant in the long term that you know we got things right and we're consistently successful. It's going to look like a, a small hit to take, but right now, I think yeah, you know, it's just one of them, isn't it? We're, you know, we're living here and now, but it's just a little bit disappointing at the moment. But it could change overnight. It could, it could, and I think that's why that's and that's football in it. Yeah. And I think you know, come Friday, you might be ringing me saying, "Oh my God, have you seen that? This has happened." And you just don't know, you know. John Stones could sign for Man City tomorrow morning, couldn't he? For fifty million, you think, "Oh, we've lost another player." Yeah, we're gonna have to sign another. So we're not signing anybody. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's it is one big game of chess. Yeah. But on the squad, Mark. Yeah. Um, we've lost Leon Osman, Stephen Pienaar, Tommy a bit, and I think. All three of them deserve a special mention in this, to be honest. Um, regardless of what Tony Abbott just said in the newspapers, yeah, I do feel that all three of them spent different times at, at Goodison. Um, yeah, brought their own qualities in their own ways. My favourite of those three was definitely Stephen Pienaar. Same for me, um, absolutely. It was sad, sad to see him pick up injuries and, and slow down towards the end. I believe he's training with Sunderland, which is nice. Yeah, to be honest, for them. And you know, was released. Well, fit, he certainly got the quality to play in the Premier League. I'd say, no. you know, I'll definitely say Stephen Pienaar is one of the best players I've ever seen he was, play for he was, in, he was in that team that I really thought could have done a lot better under Moyes, but it was still one of my favourite teams in, in sort of 07 08, you know, the UEFA Cutler and all that, where we had Arteta and, and Kale and, and Pienaar behind the QB Johnson. I thought it was one of the, my favourite teams, and Pienaar and that was just instrumental. Do you know what I mean? I thought he was. I got, I got why Moyes brought him to the club totally. He was like, you know, a technician, money, you know, a little, not quite 
Beardsley, but that kind of link-up player that, that yeah. you know, I'll never forget his assist for Yakubu ever. It's just gave him the eyes, slid him in, and he buried it in the bottom corner. I, I, I just loved how he used to yeah. draw, he'd draw a foul. He was so clever on the ball. Yeah. He, just, he was a nightmare to mark. I mean, you could, you you could, could just throw the ball to him with about three fellas around him, and he wouldn't lose it. His yeah. movement, and it, it, it's just... He's brilliant and you know, it definitely does deserve a mention here and all the best to the future PR. Obviously you're not gonna be listening to this like, but no, we, we, we would wish him well. Um <laughs> Absolutely. Leon Osman the same, you know, fantastic servant to the club, not everyone's cup of tea. I'm, I'm yeah. worried now now that he's gone, who are we all gonna scream at? Um, <laughs> he, can't did, be. he did become a bit of a scapegoat at times, but Osman was definitely a joke around the club and such shared some memorable moments and he again Deserves a, a, a great. But he got a testimonial. Yeah. Has he had a testimonial? I don't know, to be honest. I can't remember. It doesn't stand out. He, he must be getting one. Shake Blues, us. We should know that. Know. <laughs> Super Blues on Twitter, does anyone know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony Herbert Tony had a, 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 a testimonial. testimonial. We were all doing forward rolls in the Gladys Street. I know. Um, the free kick. But yeah, look, they've been at the club a long time, certainly where my cup is there. I can't stand there and say, oh, I loved them, they were great, and, you know, they were proper effort. And I screamed at Osman more times than I praised him, certainly. But, you know, don't, certainly magical moments. No one will ever forget the, the Portsmouth winner in about the 108th minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Gladys Street, which was just, you know, when them moments when they, when they turned the Gladys Street into a human washing machine, I think, you, you know, forget the players that may do that. But, you know... Absolutely, certainly. A couple of uh, well, good players on, oh, on his day, but just, you know, yeah. Great servant. I'd believe it at that. Great, yeah. <laughs> I would say Tony, you have a great servant, but there is someone a great servant when they've done nothing for three years. Well, I, I, I know, but <laughs> I, 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 again, again, I'm trying, trying to be nice. pragmatic with this. And I Generally, think, he's been a good servant. Yeah, in general, you know, he, he's, not, he's not been a great player, Tony, ever, but he... No, he, he played for the club. He, he picked up a wage, and and he, yeah, he liked to tackle. And I wouldn't say there's some great memories in there, but fair play to the lad. You know what I mean? He was an Everton player. We wish him well. Yes. Um, same with Osman. I would definitely say that in terms of popularity, I've just mentioned Pinar, Osman, and Hibbert, and that. That's probably the the the. the I think if you hold that Pinar, yeah, would be top of that. List, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. Tony Hibbert's comments. Um, I'll come to a bit later. Yeah, um, but on the squad, yeah, we've lost three players. We've brought in Martin Stecklenberg in goal. He's looked okay. It's all right, doesn't he? Looks okay. Yeah. Look neat and tidy in Old Trafford. No problem there. He looks Does he start on Saturday? I think he has to. Yeah, of course. Joel is is too much madness for me. I don't know. It's just we need some kind of new in there. Do you know what I mean? I think Stecklenberg hasn't done his chances any harm at all. Well, I think, he's, I think he's looked he's looked solid enough. It's been 10 years and we're now faced with a real change in the in I know, the yeah, goal, so. it's almost gone unnoticed, hasn't it? Yeah, it's you know. sort of, Tim, sorry, we should mention Tim Howell as well, I think we did though last yeah, time, but he's gone and wishing him well, but um, it's, it's... I would say he's left a big void in the goal, but there was no difference when he was stood in that goal. No, he, he left, he, to be honest, when someone had a shot, he left a big void next to him. Um, but we've got Stecklenberg. He could well start. I, I think Joel's commanding. I mean, I remember watching him when he came in. He is commanding and vocal, which is one thing, but I still don't think he's the answer. No. So I'm open, yeah, Stefan is. I don't know, yeah. There's just been... There's, he just doesn't quite carry that that belief that he, he is the answer to our problems, does he? You know, with certain things that he does, I don't know. Stefan though, neat and tidy. We do need a proper goalkeeper in there, if you ask me, a bona fide well, that's, one. That's what I'm going to say. Like, what positions... Know. Absolutely. for me we need the spine addressing 
And I never thought I'd say that, to be honest, but it's, we need a goalkeeper, a centre-back, uh, commanding a, a centre-mid, but not so much, you know, we need an do creativity. Do we need a centre-back, though, if Stone stays? Because you've got Mason Hargate as well. Uh, arguably not, mate. No, no, arguably we don't. Um, if Williams comes in, that possibly is the writing on the wall, then, as regards to Stones, I know people... Would suit, I'd sooner Stone stayed than Williams come in. Williams is a very good player. Has Jack you know, also got a future at the club? I don't know. He seems to be made of glass lately, Jacks, doesn't he? And I love Jagger, but it's a quiet captain. I always think he's, but he leads by example more than by his by vocal, you know, anything on the pitch. He leads by his own performance, but is he's it, been so injury prone lately, hasn't he? You've got the potential here for major changes at the heart of our defence. Absolutely, yeah. Funes Morning's going nowhere. I think he's he's a bit erratic, isn't he? But you can see there's a good player in there. Yeah. Mason Holgate emerging. Does does Cumin see him potentially at right back competition for Coleman? I don't Absolutely. know. Coleman, that's what John Stones up yeah. in the air, isn't it? Yeah. Up in the air. You could potentially see Ashley Williams come in and play alongside Funes Mori and John Stones and Jagielk has phased out you just don't know do you? Absolutely well, that's it. Ashley good. Williams is yeah. a captain material similar age as Jagielk. Excellent defender let's have it right people aren't impressed that they're going to sign him I think horses for courses if this fella helps us get come in and, and we, we get to where we want to be this season top 6, top 5 you know who cares if we sell him after one season it's all about it's all about getting to where we need to be I think he's a very good Every player. time you see him he's, he's wrestling with strikers Getting himself stuck in. Nobody's got no one at the club he's, like that for two years. No one. He's a defender who loves to defend. Mm. You know, Morley's got a bit of that in him. He's inexperienced and hopefully he'll get better. But I think Williams gets as much pleasure out of making a tackle as Lukaku does at the other end of scoring, you would think. Yeah. You know. Well, I, I'd agree about the span. You said about competition for Coleman before. Uh, there was a few. A few yeah. He didn't do too badly the other night like Coleman, but he's just didn't miss, didn't he? We, we, we he's not the same as Coleman at the start, yeah. is he? He's not no, the player. I just, it's, it's a difficult one with him because he can be brilliant one minute and look very mediocre the next. He's, he's lost his ability to go past players as well. Mm. You know, on the right, how many times did he nutmeg or fool someone? You know, no, you know, on the right, and at the start, whipping great balls in. But then you can say the same about Leighton Baines, but Leighton Baines is about five years old or yeah. something. But I think Leighton Baines was... was Quite back to his old self recently. Yeah. A lot better. He needs to get his confidence back because he lost it, didn't he? He was always looking backwards for a pass. Whereas yeah. Baines always wanted trying to dart and run and go balls, obviously PR out yeah. that. But they did a lot of them seem to lose the mojo, didn't he? I think Baines could be like Morales this season. He looked so affected by the whole Martinus thing, didn't he? Yeah. You know, really did. His goal against Bournemouth was like a, an apology to the fans if you look at his celebration. But he could be like a Morales, he could be rejuvenated again under a new manager, I think. I'm expecting a much better Leighton Baines than, you know, back to his old self. I also you know, love Leighton Baines, don't we? He's Everton. He's, he's, we, everyone identifies with him. He's a good lad as well, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, you know, give the lifts to, uh, to the old, was it Old Trafford that time? I think he gave the lifts to the lads home. That sort of thing. He gets us, you know, and I think, I'm not just saying that, you know, I don't care if, if people are blues or not, they've got to do a job, but he's, you know, he looks a lot better. There's been times over the past two years he's been more asked about how his hair looks though than what <laughs> than who he's going to pass to and Absolutely. I think you know th- th- none of them none of them could avoid criticism from last season no you're right um, but it's just it's clean slate certainly expecting bigger seasons from Baines and definitely Morales this season you know so mm. hopefully we can do it but down the middle you know Guy comes in but uh, Bezic gets injured you think oh, we need bodies Darren Gibson gets a new two year deal you're thinking what's going on then and he's involved who's going to play in that midfield 
you need someone, you know the way Stoke went out and bought 16, 17 million on that and Bula. Yes. You need someone like that, I think. Is get his guy that answer? I don't know. Is he big enough to be the answer? You sort of need someone to come in. And the Arco, only messing. Um, <laughs> you need someone to come in, don't you? Just to like, right, I'm going to evolve into the new Gareth Barry, but with a bit more about me. Yeah. And ju- it's just... I totally agree. But there's another 19 Premier League clubs who are looking for a player like that, so... We haven't got yeah. we haven't got two hundred million to buy Paul Pocket. Patrick Vieira reincarnate, don't we? That's what we need, you know. Or you know, but I, for me, crying out above, above all else, you know, we can win that for a bit, maybe drop Barkley in there uh, and stuff. We badly need creativity on that pitch. Barkley is now for me not the answer at number ten. No, no, he's, I don't know. Makes too many makes too many poor decisions on the ball. I don't know. Maybe he could get better. I'm, I'm not Barkley's biggest fan. I'm just not seeing him in that position. I'm seeing him when he played with Bessis that time against QPR. I think it was two seasons ago, and he had a great game. Look, look, a well beater at Samsung. I think that's his position. Number ten, you need a specialist in there. And we badly need one latter for me. I just I knew you were going to say that. I have to yeah. get. We have to sign me. For me, it'd be like when when we got Beardsley. It'd be that big if we got him. I really believe that. We, we just, there's no one to unlock the door on there. But, it, that but again, Evertonians, a lot of Evertonians are like, nah, I don't want one matter to me. I don't want one matter, that's just ridiculous, I, eh? Who, who, who in the Premier League would, I mean, Chelsea got rid with the Mourinho situation, United look like they'll get rid. It's like he's, he's, he's too good of a player, but he just, he, he won't fit into people. But imagine one matter slotting the balls to telephone or asked uh, by. Yourself. To me, that's mouthwatering. Yeah, 100%. Just one player, one sign, and we'll get it over the line. He's not one to the Old Trafford. He's clearly been humiliated there um, in the last game against... Um, forgive me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Did he play tonight? Leicester. Leicester in the Charity Shield, yeah. It was just Community Shield even. He got humiliated. That was Mourinho clearly telling him that, you know, there's no future for you there because... There's no need to do that, but I just think we should make him our number one target. Honestly, and again, it's down the middle of the team. He's the catalyst that we yeah. need, and then we need another striker. But what kind of striker? 
Do we need a bony where he's going to hold the ball up? And a lot better than Lukaku, I think he would do that as well, to be honest with you. Bony gets in the mood, he's a lot. He, he, Let's be know. honest, I love Lukaku, but he couldn't hold a conversation. <laughs> he can in Belgium, mate, when he's talking to the press. Oh, no, <laughs> but, the South, he? Hey, rolls right off the tongue there. But, uh, no, so what kind of striker would we go for? You know, it's like, I don't know, do we need a fast, nippy young striker like, you know... A Franny Jeffers? A Franny Jeffers. <laughs> or do we need a Kevin Campbell up there? I don't know. <laughs> I, I know it's, it's an interesting one, you know. We certainly need something more than a corner. You put it that way. Oh my God! It's you know that, that's why I feel like I put a tweet up before saying it's five days till the season starts and Coney's still on number nine. You know, I'm watching that Premier League years last night, Mark, and showed that Sunderland game when he scored the attic. I know he looked like a world beater. What happened then? Completely rested on his laurels, did he? Doing a little camel celebration at the Gladys. You can only do that celebration if you're going to follow it up with another 12 goals. You can't be doing that and then doing nothing for eight months. He's just like, a, I don't know, it, it's not going to work. He's there. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if he stayed because Kuman might say, right, we'll he's keep like, the car who He's like, I'm not him. He only gets the shopping in once every six months. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you think these are? Wait, that, I just want to, sorry, you, that's the last one I'm going out with. I interrupted what or you were like saying. Or like that mate who will get the round in once every four nights out or something. Yeah, but yeah. then one maximum praise for that round. Yeah. 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 And then dye his hair blonde. <laughs> and pitch himself riding a camel. That didn't camel walks after a death. Honestly, I agree about the squad depth. Down the left-hand side, I think it's a concern. Oviedo, not my cup of tea, not really an offensive player. Baines is going to be in a position. Who else is there? Do you know what I mean? We've always had a bit of an outlet, be it a... A kill ban, be it a, a Stephen Pina, yeah, <laughs> or as Martinez liked a Kone, uh, uh, or a Naismith out left, or anyone who, who couldn't play left. But yeah. that's th- to be honest, like we just we could do with someone who's creative. But why matters left footed? You know what I mean? He's not a winger, but I don't know. I just feel we do need creative, and especially Bye. left side. Yeah, um, I mean, like a, like a, we're not going to get him. I think he's injured as well. Like a Cazorla type player, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone like that who can. You can link the play up, but also add width and I don't know, you know, it's just... If only I know Cazola plays central mostly, but I'm thinking left side of central. If only Farhad was sitting here with us now. I know, I mean, you know, I think he wanted to come tonight as well, but uh, he had no petrol left in his yacht. And, I, and I've got no Jaffa cakes left. <laughs> now, you see, I promised everyone Jaffa cakes and there's none here. None. <laughs> Farhad, Farhad. Get him along, bring the Jaffa cakes along. Let's get them fit beards and a couple of signings, mate, and we'll have a beach party. He'll turn off in a suit, an old swan. <laughs> He'll be welcome with open arms. <laughs> He'll um, lift home as well, mate, after. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the squad. Um, or lack of it, shall we say. Yeah. But yeah, I've got the likes of Tom Davis, um, Mason Holgate, you know, Brendan Galloway that are going to be. Around at, at least on that bench, yeah, I would like to think they'd be involved. Tom Davis looks a man amongst, you know. Uh, he, yeah, remember that last game of the season. Nothing game to be honest, but the kid just looks mature beyond his years. As does Mason Holgate. And nothing game. Or not. He's that, got to show his ability, hasn't he? Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If um, you've got that, I think you know they could go a long way. But I agree. By the by, we still need players, so I can just about see that piece of paper now. Where's <laughs> the lights come off? Um, but yeah. They're the, they're the only incomings and outgoings. Yeah. But we've been linked with so many players. We've just covered a few of them then, haven't we? Just off the, off the script here. Um, There's been so many. 
We've been linked with Axel Witzel, Juan Mata, Marco Anotovic. That was a clever one, wasn't it? Oh, William Carvalho. Um, what was the other lad? Boney. Boney. Williams. William Schneider. Someone I'd have. Guy Stecklin. Uh, sorry, we've signed him. Stones and Lukaku being linked with oh. away. Your kids messaged you before. Balassi, 18 million. Yeah. Apparently the Guardian are reporting tonight that we bid. I don't think that's enough to be honest with you, mate, to get him. But Eight, I know. haven't someone gone for him before. Yeah, like maybe. Space? I may have been space. Yeah, yeah. Seems a space type player, doesn't he? But um, I don't think eighty million be enough. But I don't know. Maybe he's in the last year of his contract. I'm guessing. I don't know. But um, I think he's a terrific player. But again, on his day, does he have enough of them days? Have we, not, have we not got options in the area? Right, I'm saying we have. I completely agree. We seem over. That's the one area that we seem overloaded on, don't we? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, is he where? Is there more? I think there's a lot more priority. There's, there's more priorities needed. We need to focus. Let me get that out way. We need to focus our attention on you know on, on other areas first. Absolutely. It's just though. It's a different player every day, isn't it? Do you know what Do I mean? Know, we need that number 10 to create the spark. There's no spark in the midfield. There's yeah. nothing. All we're relying on is a bit of individual brilliance from Morales or Dalafo or, or even Lukaku. <laughs> I've only had one drink. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's, it, that's it. It, it, it. I think fans, it's like when we appointed Cumin, you know, we got linked with every man and his dog as the manager, didn't we? We were mm. like, wow, we're going to take over the world. But... I do think you have to remain grounded. I'm not saying don't don't be ambitious, but be realistic with your targets. And yeah. as I said before, the the attraction of Everton, that there might not be a lot of attraction there. You know, as a supporter, you think the world of the club, but as but a player, every you player want to come in a career and, and win things or play in Europe, then Everton don't offer that at the moment. Let's be real. About if you had that new stadium now, you just wonder how many players we would have signed. Well, that's or, it. You know, I know Goodson's getting there. A revamp, isn't it, as well? But that's it's not going to count for much in the short term. But you know, signing money, players, money's a lot. But I think Everton, even if they've got more money now, they're not going to start giving people hundred and eighty grand a week or hundred and sixty grand a week like Sammy and Nasri who have been linked with. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's not going to happen. We we still have to, we still have to like sort of keep our. I know it's. it's keep an eye on the on the back door. Yeah, <laughs> keep to your values as well and have a bit of. A bit of normality because if you go overboard, then we've seen how it can fail. I don't. I, 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 I'm probably just talking all this shit. Although reports go and give them two hundred and fifty grand a week as long as we win the league or something. I'm not bothered. <laughs> and as long as you get them in before Saturday <laughs> <laughs> tonight, Everton. I mean, tonight. Far, how do we ask how much are we? No. Build that stadium. I want to see Joe Anderson down there with his rigger boots on and a high vis laying those first bricks by Saturday. Yeah. And I want to see. Ashley Williams, Boney, Witzel and Mata um, in an Everton tracky on yeah. Goodison Road at five past one. On oh, Saturday that would be well. terrific. Yeah, signing programmes. But I'm not asking much. No, signing, writing their names in on the team sheet at the back where it's not even filled in yet. The next <laughs> item, Mark, yeah. was youngsters, but we've covered it. We have. Well, do you know what, we're that good. We've already covered it. That's just amazing, isn't it? <laughs> but what, you, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I've spoken about them before, but... Youngsters, but there seems to be a little bit of lack in, in the striking areas, like coming through. But maybe Tarikaj can be the answer. I, I'm getting used to his name, uh, but I know we've signed him. But certainly, mate, the, the excitement is all with Tom Davis. 
And you can see why England divided him to train with the, the seniors, I think maybe even a year ago, wasn't it? When he was only 16. Kid's got something well, something about him. You know, he's... We, we, we yearn for players who remind us of our great, you know, our greatest teams. And, and I yearn to see another... Not greatest teams, but I, I'd love to see another Kanchelskis playing for us, you know what I mean? But certainly, all-time greats. When you look at Tom Davis, there is definitely a bit of Reedy about him and a bit of, a bit of Bracewell. There's just that... He's got that mix. Probably going overboard, but who cares? You know, it's... It's the way I see it. I just think he's got it all. It's nice to get excited, though, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, I'm I haven't moaned that much this pre-season. It's nice to get you know. I'm going to talk positively. I'll do it. I'll do it with the same zest as I'll moan about something. But yeah, Tom Davis is clearly is where the excitement's at for the youth. Excellent player. And he got a new contract. Yeah. Five years was it? Five years to stop him from doing it at Jeffers, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to Arsenal and ceasing to exist. The signs are bright, and not every Premier League team gives you the chance. But see, know. some players, some it's not enough for fans. Youngsters don't excite fans, do they? You know, signings that excite fans. But this fella is certainly one to get excited about. Well, especially more older supporters who come in and say, "Oh, there's a lot of kid there who's come in." I remember my granddad used to go on about it. You know. You'd sign a foreign striker and McGann's had to take a year to learn how to pronounce his name. <laughs> Whereas as a as young Scouse kid or, you know, English kid coming through, British kid, um, or yeah. just a youngster, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter where he's from, I suppose, but he'd, he'd get excited by that. And I think it's good yeah. because we've got them across the pitch. We just could do with a young keeper and a, a young striker as well to, to be like, wow, we've, we've really got a good setup. But I think. But we're certainly winning enough trophies at that youth level. I know, you know what to, doing to, well, to say I that. Think under, just doing well, yeah. Didn't they win the under 23? Was it the Liverpool Senior Cup? I think they, they won, didn't they, as well? The, the other day. They won two trophies in, in, in a week, wasn't it, I think? So certainly it's looking great. You know, so, at youth level. Unsworth's doing a great job. Yeah, and um, there's. Feedy as well, yeah. There's a few other bits we need to discuss before yeah. we. Probably finish and uh, <laughs> look at the fixtures because we've got to start looking at the fixtures. Oh my again. god, crazy! Have you got some fans' views? I have. Bear with me one second. Let me drag them up. I haven't got them. I didn't memorize them. Well, when that's came fine. Out. Yeah, we we uh, we asked supporters <laughs> a question on Twitter before, didn't we? We did. Um, because we do like to include the fans, you know. Absolutely. Uh, uh, let me think. Our views aren't always right. <laughs> Not always. Usually at half eleven on a Saturday night, they're never right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we've got some other items to discuss as well. We asked, I think it was to do, you know, we, we, I know this is like pissing everybody off, to be honest with you, what's going on in the transfers, but we asked anyway, um, what's the minimum Everton need to bring in before Saturday? And a lot of people said that. So how many replies did you get? Four thousand. Only three thousand tonight. I think what's some. Of the, I think uh, a lot of people are working nights. No. <laughs> You know, so uh, find some just, out then. I'm going to find some out. I'm just looking through them now. One second, one second, one second. Just, uh, I tweet just, so just much. Close, so I have to go. Just do us a favor, close all them dating apps down first. And then, got a bit trying to say hello there to me, but you know, needs must as the devil drives love. I'm working. But, <laughs> <laughs> now, I think um, people are more realistic. The same before the window shuts, we need for Stones to go, maybe two centre-backs. This is Joe Carroll. Uh, says that um, we need two centre-backs, a centre-midfielder and a striker. Ideally five with a, a goalkeeper. See, a lot of people... Uh, wait, wait a sec. Am I stalling? Because I can't get them up. <laughs> um, one second. 
a lot of people acknowledge that it's it's the it's it's the the spine of the team that needs addressing. Yeah, down the uh, middle. Paul Williams, Willow, uh, nineteen seventy one, four minimum goalkeeper, uh, central defender, midfielder, and a forward. Um, again, this is just basically people just saying it's you know, similar to yeah, yeah, yeah. All I'm getting is four. We need we need a centre back, a striker. Carlos Police says, serious striker, seriously, we need one. It's a mess, this. <laughs> oh, as far as Mick, that, like, I know, people's, you know, people, uh, make the toffees. Uh, but we need a keeper, centre half, left sided midfielder, winger, a box to box midfielder, I think that's spawn, and a striker. And, and that's just for the first 11. And the squad needs a lot more urgently. Yeah, yeah, that's a serious point, yeah. Um, you know, we've got. <laughs> People are still mentioning McGee, he's still being on the books. <laughs> I know, well, that's the thing, isn't it? We've seen Mary cover up at the squad, but Nias is going to go, isn't he? Yeah. McGee, he's surely nailed on to leave. Yeah, Colney, I, I think, will get away with it, won't he? It's hard to think that, that these people are still at the club, you know? It's mad that Nias one, though, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. Well, I mean, just what, what was the motive behind signing who him? Bloody, who signed that transfer? Who looked at that? They, they need. I think honestly, criminal action needs to be taken there. To be honest, <laughs> I don't really feel sorry for him, but when you look at it, it's like we've it's had a bit human. I mean, no millionaire gets humiliated. Let's be honest, but it's it's embarrassing, isn't it? The way it worked out. Absolutely, but it's not just embarrassing for the individual; it's embarrassing for his employers, and it's a mistake by Evan. I I totally get it, totally. And when yes. I look, when I looked at that last night, thirteen point five million Premier League goals and Naismith by Maratic and against Chelsea. Do you know what? He wasn't everyone's cup of tea, Stephen Naismith. But fair play to the lad. He, he left, didn't he? Because he wanted to play. Unfortunately, he got relegated. Yeah. But, you know, then we spent another uh, £8 million plus £5 million on the ass, And the kid just looks completely in the wrong sport. Uh, well, Never mind, they're like the wrong kid. He looked like Bambi on ice for most of it, didn't he? You know. Hang on, I've got them up. Right, John Nelson. <laughs> sort of chit chat, let's go through them. Because they have been good enough to respond in. John uh, Nelson's put, um, we need a goalie, defender, and midfielder. Some serious business needs to happen this week. Uh, Sado, um, great guy, said there, uh, three minimum. Um, it's a linked issue, this though. The window should start the day before the season starts so teams can focus on what they have. Get well, uh, get well soon, Sado. Here's the other injury, lad. Hope you're well, mate. Still trying to play footy at the age of 40 or something, aren't you? Just knock it on the head, mate. Admit that it's over. <laughs> hey, Roger Armstrong, but uh, we need a keeper. Uh, one centre-back, a playmaker, and a centre-forward. So, a spine. And his four players would be Hart, uh, Ashley Williams, one matter, and a striker, not Ben Teke. <laughs> well, apparently Liverpool won 30 million for Ben. I don't think they're going to get that, but... They will let him go. Rob Daniels has put, we all, we're already too late. We need three in before next Saturday, but he's not holding his breath. Let me have a read this. Pastor. Summer's been a joke. I've got them all here. Watch top. He's Who's this coming. one here with the boobs out? <laughs> <laughs> That's a private matter. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hell. No wonder you're on Twitter 24-7, you. Watch Toffee, what's he saying? A spine, back to front. Is he talking about you or ever? I think he's on about me. I, I'm, I'm pretty... I wouldn't say I was spineless. <laughs> and now we get that watch, Toffee. <laughs> You've replied to everyone as well. You've got too much time on your Angie. It's that bus journey up to your house. I was bored stiff and I forgot my headphones. Have a look. Yeah, there's been... It is a similar theme though, isn't it? You know, a lot of our a lot fans... A of people just saying spine and I completely agree. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's four players. But what what we're not flush with is ideas of who we're going to get as a striker. You know, uh, well, let's, let's talk about it then. Um, we've been linked with about 40,000 midfielders, but <laughs> up front, really, Wilfred Bowling was obviously cruising around town on Saturday. Yeah, getting people. Um, I think he's just done that for the hell of it. <laughs> no, maybe there's a lot of people. For me, I'd, I'd take Wilfred Bowling all day. Absolutely. Well, Will Bowling and Lukaku up top but people are looking at oh is it a replacement for Lukaku and now there's all this confusion at the end of the day who else are you going to sign that's the worry isn't it Stones I'm not saying he's replaceable because he's a hugely talented lad yeah. but he doesn't score your goals and to be honest for the past two years he didn't really keep out many goals no exactly um, but he is a hugely talented lad destined for a great career of course but, but what I don't know Lukaku, though, Lukaku again not everyone's cup of tea it's swinging but the statistics it's simply not in it yeah it's just <laughs> it's difficult Lukaku I get the argument he's a goal scorer we haven't had one for years we probably won't have another one like him for years but if that's not in it it's just no good for us so what so would you have like you know I've often thought like a, and people are going to shout me down for this I've often thought like a Theo Walcott would be great for Everton you know like that goal he scored yesterday against Man City it was a terrific goal, and that's the sort of that we've missed that. That and I know he's forever offside. Maybe we can coach that out of him. But someone like that, I know he's not leaving Arsenal. But someone like that, who drifts in, you know, and, and has got that eye for a goal and I, I, get you fifteen goals. Two I thought was Giovinco and um, oh, yeah. Zeko, but both probably unrealistic targets. But Adam Zeko, yeah, for different reasons, really. I often thought he was far too lazy. That far, well, I don't I, know if he'd fit into the match. it up though, Adam Zeko, but he, he went and left City, didn't he, on loan? I don't know, to be honest, Mark, because I don't play champ manager anymore. But with, with <laughs> Oliver Giroud, you could sign him. You know, he's oh, not finding yeah. himself out of favour last night. Um, you know, unless I'm talking complete box. <laughs> I he seems to be out of it. I think I think the number sixty bus turns quicker than Giroud though, to be honest man. <laughs> I find it have a meltdown if they have Lukaku and Giroud. <laughs> it's just be like the Iron Men on Crosby What's Beach. What's that red light flashing there? There's the battery going on my laptop. Someone's oh is it someone's oh, it, I don't know, it could be a plane landing. Someone's got a laser on us there. <laughs> We're getting <laughs> it's set up. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's normally me look, trying to look in to see what you're up to, but I'm inside tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I um, so yeah. So we do, you know, we really we should have asked that. Who the hell are we gonna? Who the hell are we gonna sign up front? I know. Yeah. <laughs> but then you get all the seventeen-year-old hipsters who, who reply with all these mad names because they watch, you know, La Liga. They watch um, every, every single game. But yeah. I, I honestly don't know, Mark. Looking around the Premier League, the two players we've been linked with at centre half and up front, Boney and Williams, right? Yeah. They're not everyone's cup of tea. Williams is older. Yeah. But it's the baby two it's years. It's proven in the Premier League. If you're going to go and pluck players from the Premier League, like we did with Adrissa Guy to an extent, yeah. Um, and we did with Ronald Koeman, you know, from Southampton, yeah. then. Pluck proven. Exactly. You're going to go and pay 25 for Bet Barney. You're going to go and pay 15 for Ashley Williams. You think 40 million for them two players? Well, yeah. You, you, you might have to pay that. Yeah. But if you want, you, you know, you, you, want you need to do squad. that or you sign two of the guys who, who are sort of, you know, unsatisfactory in terms of names and profile. Yeah, for me, we need, we need, we need all, we need different, we need young 
up and coming players like we've signed, but we also need experience as well, and we also need big names because that's what gets the fans. That's what gets bums on. Well, seats. that's 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 sort of the fans have committed thirty three thousand. I think it's even more season tickets committed. So you know the fans, you you do need to reward that mate with some kind of you know transfer present. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, there has got to be that that show of ambition in the transfer market. You know. It's just, it's great what's going on behind the scenes, but it's, just, it's not quite enough at the yeah. moment. But it's, it's certainly, you know, it's great what's going on, but we just need to see it replicated in the transfer market. Come to fruition, yeah. That's what I was trying to think of, fruition. <laughs> but I was thinking back to the future, I mean, what the flops capacity, that was what I was doing my mind. <laughs> so anyway, there's some other things as well. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what I wanted to do them in, but... Uh, yeah, Roberto Martinez as the Belgian boss. That was funny seeing that, uh, Lukaku and Miles. <laughs> it's like two school kids. That, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That was like going on holiday with your new bird and finding your ex on the same flight, same hotel, <laughs> same room. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, absolutely, must have been awful. <laughs> I actually felt sorry for a millionaire footballer. To be fair, I'd like to know who his agent is. I think it's the same as Philip Senderos's. He's, bl- he's blagged that, hasn't he? Let's How be the hell has he got that? Do you know what? I'm not going to... No. I hope he does well with him, to be honest. I do hope he does well. He's going to change the habit of a lifetime if he does do well. Maybe he's got... They're currently rioting in Brussels as we speak. No, wouldn't you think that, that poor place has gone through enough turmoil lately? What, a, what an absolute kick in the nuts that is. The fucking... Matt Wilmot must have been horrendous, that's all I'll say for him. You know, well, uh, I feel like feel like getting you know a Belgian flag above my name on Twitter now, I feel I mean, desperately sorry civil, for them. Civil war will break out in Belgium and Martinez will be standing in the middle saying everything's going to be alright, you know. <laughs> Comical Bobby will yeah, call him. You've just shown great character in your, uh, in your attacking style and your protests. <laughs> I, I just thought we attacked with phenomenal pace <laughs> against the Flemish. And there's oh, the obviously people saying no, no I just, Morales will retire from international football, to be honest. I think he, the he can't get in the team anyway, I don't think can he, so again, I don't you think know he's going to have that problem. But. We haven't talked about Sam Allardyce getting the England manager job, which for me was akin to Mike Bassett. I, I just thought I was watching Mike Bassett again. Martin has just the same kind of an appointment. <laughs> I think England, they've just got sick of paying top dollar to bloody no foreign managers with no personality. And yeah. then Hodgson, you do <laughs> who is someone... foreign, but he's got no personality. To be honest, Allardyce is giving them a kick up the arse, but yeah. let's be honest. You need someone who's going to, you need an England manager who's going to take his shirt off and I'm like, oh, you just need that, mate. And I think they've got it now. It's already cringe, he's thinking of the next bloody campaign, World Cup, oh my God, what's he going to be like? He'll be having a bevy in the square with the England fans. <laughs> mate, I think it's me, to be honest. <laughs> but anyway, the focus is not Belgium and England, so let's get no. back to it. It is quite humorous that we can, six months ago, we sitting here slagging Roberto Martinez off for two years. On that podcast, and then now he's, you know, the manager of one of the most promising sides in world football. <laughs> I mean, that is crazy. We need something like that to happen to our transfer market, don't we? <laughs> Dave, Dave Whelan, uh, I'm sure will have. Oh, oh you know, because I, I broke my leg, I got, I got him that job. Justifiably, yes. Yeah, the broken leg contributed to the uh, anyway. Appointment. Tony Everett's comments oh, yeah. in the paper. Yeah, I took particular umbrage to this, and I haven't took a lot of offence. <laughs> There's some I tried my best 
yeah. keep the faith flowing. You know, there was saying? a few comments uh, oh, which I made me chuckle, to be honest. I thought it was absolutely bang on. None of it made sense either. Calder's not speaking to him, and yet he's still training at Finch Farm. There's got to be some kind of dialogue there. Or I just thought it was a bit rich, to be honest with you. A player who hasn't played for three years, 45 minutes, I think he racked up last season. A joke, sort of... It was like a, a joke cameo, wasn't it, against Bournemouth, where he just got encouraged to shoot for 45 minutes, raked in a couple of million, or maybe just over one million. Uh, for a player, now had he played a pivotal role last season, not that anybody did, but um, you know, and played consistently, done well, and then been shown the door, and then I would have completely understood where he was coming from. But to cream off the top the way he has done for three years, Quite shit, you know, I didn't want to seek football elsewhere. Could have maybe dropped down the championship, as a lot of players do, and, and find football. Quite happy to Winston Bogard it and sit on the bench and fish for three years. Thought it was incredibly rich to come out and slag the club off. So, I actually... So that's what it's, all right. One last thing, I actually rejoiced at that statement. We are no longer the people's club. We are a ruthless business. That has been so far... We've been waiting so long for Everton to be run like that. It's not a, a, a jobs for the boys club anymore, is it? He's just spitting his dummy out because they haven't given him a one-year contract extension for doing jab. You know, anyway. Yeah, he's going to get paid 30 grand a week just to 30 grand a week, you know, is he trying to get you know sympathy? I, mean? I know. To be honest, I, t- I find it very tough to, to really come out and criticise him. No, I did take the piss and lost the plot a bit on Twitter like most people did, but... Um, <laughs> The, for me, the snad, why do you go to papers? It's not an Everton thing to do that. No, and especially a scouse thing. That, that's maybe showing. I've heard a few stories about Everton, they're never, they're never favourable, to be honest. The I, I just, like, he, he seems and, the type, though, Mark, who keeps himself to himself. You know, he likes his fishing, family man, whatever. You know, a local yeah. born, he sticks to his roots, he's not, he's, not, he's level headed. A bit like Leon Osmond. Mm. You know what I mean? Don't fancy Dan, no, yeah. no you know, big uh, facade or anything. But just then what you see when it's out the door. He's at the fucking was it the Daily Mail? Mail, the one of the worst papers. One of the ranks. I, I just think, what's going on there? And then I, I yeah, want, shows I want to look a lot of about it. Yeah, I just, yeah. To me, it was confusing. He didn't need to do that. Now he's tarnished his name. Yeah, completely. Um, well, he's, not he's completely. probably made, he's probably not completely, but he's burnt a few bridges as well, hasn't he? With the with the people who are still giving him free facilities to train every day. And possibly imagine being, down the line, imagine being a millionaire and yeah. getting to go and train at a Premier League football club's training complex every day. I think my overwhelming message have the audacity to, to go and get a fee off the papers to grass them up. Criticise. You know, he clearly doesn't call. need the money, so was it worth it? You've, you've got people on Twitter, don't mark on all, you know, success at any cost, we're just horrible to anyone. Rubbish. And then the older fellas going, where's fair play. A phone call only takes two minutes. That should have simply happened. Yeah. But to come on, come out and go to the papers like that for me, you're grassing up the employers who've stuck by you since you were a kid and played you an absolute fortune for only being a decent footballer. Let's be honest. Let's man. face it. He's he's an average right back. A good, a good, yeah, good right. Someone back who could probably go and play three or four years of Blackburn yeah, or Bolton. But or I think like it that. says it all for me that he's been in the club for twenty five years. Not considered a legend by any stretch of your imagination, which tells you, you know, hasn't ever reached the heights, has he, of, of like people who have stayed at the club forever? You think, you know, Big Nev and that, and players like that. And I know we're talking about Tony Ibber, but, you know, people pretty much forgot him. Well, we wanted to forget him a lot sooner. I, I personally thought he should have been sold after the Chelsea final in 09. 
But um, bit rich. You haven't done nothing for three years. You've, you've coined it in. You got a contract extension in that time as well. So I, I think sometimes it's just better to say nothing. Yeah, absolutely. I think <laughs> which is a bit rich coming from me. Oh, it's a good way to end it. One hundred and ten thousand tweets. <laughs> in the stadium now the, the plans for the the, the, uh, the new stadium and mm. the Goodison revamp to like any other business things that we should mention but yeah. Goodison obviously people have said oh why are they doing it up and stuff but the thing is what do you do do you leave it into disrepair for two years to I think it's a good thing two three years five years until we get a, a new stadium council funded you know for the Commonwealth Games or <laughs> uh, Oh, to be you know, we throw a bit of different cladding up and a few things. The Everton fans forum. I'm not their biggest advocate, but you know what? Fair play, just do the place up, rather than just bloody putting new cubicles in and Betty doing a bit of bleaching. Get, <laughs> do the place up because people yeah. come there, people flock there, new fans come, kids come. Well, it needs to be a nice environment, and it, it will never lose its originality of horse shit remember? and bet beer, man. Oh. Uh, and slips the whole shit and burgers need to stay and be it exactly we love all that and you know policemen standing around eating hot dogs all day we love all that match day sort of mentality in the area obviously L4 is not the most affluent um, but it's our home so but it is our home but yeah. it's unique but do do go to sun up that's fine if you've got a few quid to do it then don't just fucking moan about it that's what our fans moan about not having no money in that that's what I don't get. And then when we, do and then when we have money and start planning a new stadium and throwing a lick of paint and new cladding and renaming stands and that, and I'm like, why are they doing and that? If it's only for three years, so be it. But mm. so what? You know, just do Make the your surroundings up. better until you move yeah, on to Yeah, and I think, do you remember something we not name-dropping by... We don't interview enough people to name-drop, but Big Ness said the same thing when we spoke to him about making the match day more of an experience for fans, didn't he? You know, and said that, you know... We've got to, it's, it's got to be last. The last season felt like a complete show. You know, and you're looking at that fucking stand, walking down the ladder street with where it's all I yellow. Think it's, it I looks think like it's, someone's pissed all over. I think I spent more time in the concourse <laughs> and in the William Hill on the corner than I did watching it. Yeah, and I think they've oh. thrown a few quid into the William Hill as well. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I've done it up. <laughs> I agree. I would tell Paul said that, and I think the fan zone is massive. That's a great thing that they do, the fan zone. I really do think Everton deserve praise for that. Um, yeah, but you know the whole match day experience of around that it'll only add to it. You know the way they put the the uh, holy trinity on the side of the stand. That's just brilliant that they rename the stand after Philip Carter and Howard Kendall, which yeah, we do need to mention here today. A nice touch, bit you, ma- a yeah. bit mouthy, like, but <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're right, though. You're spot on, though, mate. I might have to change my uh, my Twitter username as well. <laughs> I'm sure, big Howard uh, wouldn't wouldn't mind. Not at all. How a Kendall stand is just, you know, terrific. It's fitting, isn't it? You know what I mean? But these and it's things, the Gladys Street as well, you know, so... That's like, what I mean. These things, are, are, we're evolving as a business. We need to be coming up with ideas. You can't just stand still in this day and age. No. And if there's a plan in terms of the new stadium, which you want to come to now, yeah. in the background, then I'm happy for them to do what they want to go to as long as there's a vision for the future. And for once, we're not capping hand. Exactly. And, you know, there's... Even that in itself shows that there's, you know, there's, there's not an acceptance anymore. There's not. There's a desire to make us look better, no matter how temporary or, or you know, permanent it's going to be. You know what I mean? So we might not be good as something for the next... We might be good as something for two more years, tops, if that reports anything to be believed we'll with, with Joe Anderson and all that. But um, if, if we can make it look stunning for two years, you know, that's 38 home games. 
you know, where people are going to have a good time. Big, big Joe's going to have to come on the, uh, the Everton Fan Focus podcast, I think. He only lives, I think he lives around the corner from me. Get him on. Do you know, I've got a few council issues I want to talk to him about the bin service and what have you, but I want to really, just, I want to really press him on this Dockland Stadium, to be honest. <laughs> you know, to, yeah, I need to know that that stone, that stone bridge cross document was crossed off the list pretty quickly. Yeah. Joe, you know. To be fair, Joe tweeted a bit of a hint the other day, didn't he? And yeah, and well, he, he went was... to see Liverpool's main stand and he said, you know, the view of down the Docklands, and he said, yeah, it'll be a lot better soon, that view. So there's something in the offing. But that picture, Is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, Did no, you see it? Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, I would have time Twitter, that. didn't see that. Didn't see that. Too yeah. busy grafting. Um, <laughs> what, with women? <laughs> um, was it the weekend? Well, you. Um, you need to have a look at that. He was hinting, but you know, that picture of Ken Wright, Mashiri and Anderson and positive talks, we needed to bring that back because there was a point, I think Elstone made comments, didn't he, at the, uh, the AGM or yeah. whatever it's called, yeah. and then Joe Anderson come out with a counter-argument the next day, and it's like, bloody hell, we're, you know, we're pissing this relationship up the wall before it's even got going, so... Well, yeah, exactly. Things have changed now. Things have changed dramatically, I would say, on that front. I mean, that's you know, everyone's best of friends now. That's, that's a dream, you know. But that is the crux tourism walking around. All this that we're doing now, that is the crux to all good things for us. We need that stadium badly, and we need it to be iconic. We need it to be on the waterfront, and we need it to block out that giant uh, hole punch stood on Stanley Park there. You're talking about Jurgen Klopp? I am. <laughs> Oh, sorry, you meant the main stand. I don't know how accurate his teeth are on people, but yeah, the main stand. But, you know, they're, they're, you know it, it is about them. It's about us looking bigger than them. It's about us, you know, showing them that, you know, at the moment they're doing that silly hyena thing that they do. Hills have eyes where they're laughing at us. I'm not on about it. They sort of do that. Liverpool fans have no sense of humour. So when they, they try and laugh at you, they just look possessed. There's, there's no humour to it. So it's, it's raw anger displayed as humour. Do you know what I mean? So... That's the way, that's my experience with Liverpool fans. They're laughing their asses off. I was royal. Oh, we need to shut them up with some stadium on that front. Stadium on that front. Block out the sun so it's constant darkness. <laughs> if we could get some kind of James Bond Icarus thing going on, you know, uh, die another day type thing going on, where, where that's the, the. Well, I mean, to be honest, they'll feel at home in Norway, won't they? It's constant darkness <laughs> over there. <laughs> but uh, no, let's just for once. Steal a fucking march on them and, and really be the envy of the Premier League, not just the city of Liverpool, with what we're going to do next. Because I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, you know, <laughs> I'm getting this fucking tattoo on my back. <laughs> fucking yes. Talk it's about a a, Sammy Gallimore talk, roll. Talk about a rally, a rally track. <laughs> oh my god. I think that, you know, that's just the way I feel. I'll take whatever comes now. Slow steps 10th, 8th, 6th, 4th. Oh, I thought. Oh, that's <laughs> safe. built his own landing pad you know on I mean, the top yeah. of the lava building. We've on got, top of the lava building. We've, uh, we can see it now. We're all riding down to the, the biggest the new Buddhist all over Anfield. On, Co- on Coney's camel. We're riding into town. Season <laughs> ticket to the score. We're fucking drinking. Hey, Liverpool are advertising on City to try and fill their home games. So, oh, let it bring it on. Bring it on. Because the tourists have vacated. Cummins <laughs> installed uh, Amsterdam-style cafes on the concourse. <laughs> Red light district on, this is like on one the of bar tent. Oh, yeah. my God. Hey, 
Space cakes for sale outside Goodison Park. But to be honest, the you past two space years, cakes for the way this comes true. The past two years, I've felt like I haven't wanted to get me through 90 minutes. I know, but you know what? I've got to say, as a fan, and, and ever since the day I walked into Goodison, 30 years ago this year, actually, in September, against QPR, I'll never forget that day. When I go on, on Saturday, the, the, the excitement of seeing that pitch, no matter, fucking forget everything else, the excitement of seeing that pitch, again, for the start of a new season, is something that, you know, never leaves you, don't it? You know, it's that thrill, and you get it every home game you go to, you know, and I'm just, I'm absolutely buzzing that it's the start of the season you again. See, you feel see, like you can return to normal now. You see, you see yeah. the same faces, the same smells. The same smell. Same sight. The same fume. The same... But it's all great. It's yes. our fume. It's our sight. It's I, our smell. I can feel an article coming on. Like <laughs> the smells of football. Was it? Bad, uh, Mick Rath. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Ben. Um, ben? That's that? our Ben. No. I agree. Yeah, I think we get a mention. Um, <laughs> Look, you know what, I mean? look what West Ham have done. Now, West Ham was one of the best away games, wasn't it? Mm. Let's be honest. We've all done forward rolls around Upton Park, because it is Upton Park. I don't know what people tell me. Bowling Trying to be hipster Park. and be clever, calling it the bowling. It was always Upton they, Park, right? They, they move with the times, and, you know, their owners are twats, and, the, you know, a lot of the fans are. Now, when he's well, photoshopping but, pictures of snakes in his pond, I don't know what that was about. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's, uh, let's hope that there is a, a future down on the Docklands, and... You know, well, oh, let's hope because that be remains central. I mean, we all know it, don't we? You know, but if Joe well, Anderson is rightly getting excited and he doesn't seem the type of bloke to to get excited over nothing. Well, I've seen him when um, Bexley's opens an old swan, though. To be fair. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's an excited chap Joe, in the right circumstances. I'm only messing Joe. Um, but yeah, if, if, if he could deliver that, it'd be. Phenomenal. <laughs> Just phenomenal. It would be beautiful. Ah, do you know what? Fuck it. Stick Martinus back on the mural as long as we're on the Docklands. You know. How many times the Mersey and the Lava Building and Pier Ed's pictured on a daily basis yeah. in association with the I'm thinking the three queens and just to be snidely plot put in the corner there oh, no. and then Liverpool to be just stuck in Anfield. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna look in the biggest shit tip on it. They're going to be two miles back. No one's going to want to know. They're but gonna, the, but the thing know, is... Southampton will be re-signing Liverpool. You build, down, <laughs> you build down there, Mark. You don't just build a stadium. You, no, the hotels followed, followed the supermarkets, hotels. the shops, the complexes. Yeah. Think of the thousands of jobs that it creates, which is great for the local economy. Absolutely. So, it'd be brilliant. I mean... Well, it breaks my heart every time I look at that Echo Arena. I well, can't look at it to exactly be honest. Exactly, with Liverpool's main stand, look how many jobs that's created. Yeah. It is, fa- you know, taking your Evertonian hat off, it is fantastic, isn't it? The fact that that's created extra jobs, it will bring more supporters to them. Yeah. But then, it's a fucking pain in the ass because it's Liverpool. But we, for, for us to potentially have the, the brand new, move away from L4, yeah. put that chapter to bed, we all love Goodison and a lot of people probably will never want to leave. But at the end of the day, we're moving with the times. We're getting new investments, new ideas on and off the pitch. Yeah. New infrastructure. It follows in suit. Look at the Arsenal model, you know what I mean? We it's want that. And we're not going to get the trophies if we don't get this. Yeah, yeah. And we're not going to get the investment that we need to win trophies if we don't get this. So, it's you know, it's absolutely bring it on. You know, I mean, County Road will probably die a death. I'll have to go to Harlech out of respect. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that, but, it, it would know, suffer, yeah. But, it would suffer, but I think, you know... Me and our bed, it's still cold there after the match. <laughs> but um, what I was going to say, you know, you get out of town, packed full of Evertonians, there's going to be Everton merchandise, 
you know, in town, right in the middle where there's tourists and everything. We just got out there enough, are we? You know, I went, you know, to to Benetton for a couple of days from John Lennon and there was no evidence stuff in the airport and nothing like that, do you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you just got to, we need to get out. And if we're in the middle of the town, then a lot more people are going to see us. And a lot, you know, it's going to, we're going to start to make an impression on people, aren't we, and, and get out there as a brand. And that's the goal, isn't it? You know what I mean? I think we've got a bit carried away there, haven't we, talking about that. But ultimately, there is plans. We're not just making these plans up. There is plans to do something. So Sky's the limit if we, if we get that yeah. Dockland Stadium. Absolutely. I hope Big Joe's at home with his cat drawings, doing, you know, <laughs> plotting lands and... And um, far, he's working out how many how many years it'll take for us to overtake Liverpool with the lead title. And far, <laughs> far hard is uh, obviously working around the clock though, isn't we need, he? We need, far hard, we need far hard to be pulling strings and scratching backs and fiddling with knobs. So there you go. Um, <laughs> fiddling with knobs. I was going to say let's draw it to a close there. We can't say that for the last sentence. <laughs> Can we shine, sorry. Um, but no, the fixtures, we've got to finish with the fixtures. Of uh, course. So go on, I'll test you. Who are we playing? Well, on Saturday we've got games. Tottenham Hotspur, then we've got West Brom away, and then we've got on your big day, Stoke City at home. Yeah. Yes. Couldn't have picked a better Tell game what, to miss, could I'm, I? I sound like Stoke. No. We, we get beat 4-3, I'm not coming to that way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was going to say, no, do you know what? Get past Tottenham. If we can get past Tottenham, they're an excellent team, and I can easily see them cutting through as if we're currently the way we are on Saturday um, but if we can get get a good result out of that game go for go for the win we should you know we're good against Tottenham at home then there's some there's some really good games coming up there where we can make the most of it do you know what I mean I think there's a run of games up to West Ham in maybe October you know I think we've only got one sub game I think it's at United away or something like that where we could you know potentially be Top of the league? <laughs> I think top of the league, eight points clear. No. To be, to be honest, there's man. a really good opportunity to start the season well. To be honest, um, the Spurs game is, yeah. is what you want, I think, to start the season. Mm. Tottenham, Tottenham, bit, like, Tottenham really impressed me last season, and yeah. Pochettino does, the likes of Harry Kane, even their defences, you know, the defence, sorry, right across their team, Older World, um, yeah. Lloris in goal. I, I think they're really well organised and well suited to his style and his yeah. vision. And fair enough, they pissed Don't it last mean. season and they, they, they stupidly felt. Oh, felt they just lost their heads, didn't they? They did the lose But look at looking at Premier League years again. Just to draw on that, the amount of goals that Harry Kane scored, Deli Ali, Christian Eriksen, they've got exciting players. Yeah. That's what I want for Everton. A couple of years ago, Everton were competing with the likes of Tottenham. You know, you know, fifty six, seven. Yeah. We have, we've gone behind and obviously Tottenham have had more money and, and you know, made different changes and they haven't and been... To be honest, honest, a lot of them signings that they made in the wake of Bale, they got criticised initially, have, have kind of come good. Well, they have, have Eric Lamella. Lamella is Lamella really took well, player. you know, yeah. Christian Eriksen was a snip, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, um, they have signed decent players and I think that's what you want You want from your side. Start, start against the best in the league and have a go. Last season... Tottenham passed us off the park, if I remember rightly, first yeah. half. But we, 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 Alan Lennon scored, didn't he? Yes. And we threw one off. One off. Yeah. In January. See, this reminds me of, of very much like when we played Newcastle at the start of the season when we had Gary Speed making his debut, God bless him, and, and you know, Duncan was on top of the, It's that type of game, mate. You can imagine the sun baking down on Everton. Everton beat Tottenham's always an attractive fixture, anyway, isn't it? You know, and it's that type of game where 
you know, it can sort of make your season right from the way it go. So where's your season ticket? In my wallet. I've got it. No, what book, <laughs> fucking what stand you ticket? <laughs> I'm in the Howard Kendall upper. Upper. Up, in the upper, yeah. So, in the upper. Because so we're, we're, we're mid thirties these days. <laughs> you won't be signing autographs, so, aren't you? I, th- I like the upper because. You know, not often to get a chance to have a pint and scratch your head on the ceiling. It saves me doing it. Why don't you change your username to Upper Gladys Lad? Ah, oh, well, that would be. The, I mean, I'm already oh, stalking you on the outside. Upper Gladys Lad and Lower Gladys Lad. And Lower Gladys Lad. Instead of the two marks, we could be the two uppers and lowers. <laughs> yeah. The two no marks. The two no marks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Upper Gladys uh, for the in first the time in a long time. In the middle, yeah, to the left. Um, I think just behind me, behind the post. Do you I'll get to know over there. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about your Ben like that. I'm gonna, what I'm um, going to do I'm, with the post, if I get stuck behind the post, because I'm there for 19 games, I'll put a picture of Rita Hayworth up and try and, try and shawshank it, try and get a gap through before the end of the season, <laughs> so I can see through it. Should definitely be anything new on the menu, on the concourses. Yeah. I think we're going to have Roast. two hot dogs in Roast one. dog. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know. Depends what machine he's into, I suppose, doesn't it? I think he's a bit of a smooth guy. He's not a tinker in. I'm thinking he shits himself if you come on the concourse. <laughs> I, think, I think there's going to be maybe lobster on the menu next season. Should I should that? Yeah, why not? Or lobster pots. Evertonians <laughs> walking over, confused, going, what's this goldfish? <laughs> <laughs> I would like the pie, I'd like the rollover hot dog to taste like a hot dog. That would be nice. Uh, and for it not to be maybe six pounds money, and not to spend the next seven days on the bog. Yeah, <laughs> with the trying to force to a bloody baguette. That's, uh, we've on. reached we've reached new lows on this tonight. Yeah, we? we're talking about uh, baguettes and, and hot dogs roll over. How long's that? An hour and a half. You have to draw it to a I close. I hope kept people awake. You'll have to get back to Twitter, won't you? I'll have to, and. Uh, yeah. People will be thinking you've gone AWOL if you haven't been on for an hour. I did tell them all I was on a show. <laughs> <laughs> so, there we go. Yes. That brings it nicely to an end. Um, any final thoughts? Predictions? It's tough. I, mean, I want to say this. I want to say it all night. It's, a, it's 16 years of, of where the faith in the, in the drive behind our club diminished completely. And I got it back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. After the season ended, and now I'm desperate for it not to go again. So I am, I'm with you. Although I'm reacting differently on Twitter, I'm with you. I, I fully believe in the direction that we're going in now, and I think we all have to get behind that direction. We're not seeing it short term right now. I know we all want to get it, but maybe you know this present's going to be worth waiting for. So. 
that's all I want to say. Okay. <laughs> what about um, the little snippet that we heard today about the, being two medicals booked in a Finch farm? Oh, two medicals at Finch farm. That's, you heard that and I heard that. So if you well. hasn't... And we're not ITKs. We're definitely not ITKs. Far, oh, far from it. But far from it. But I believe... From, 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 from gauging thoughts and prediction, I'd say one of them has to be Ashley Williams. And I would Absolutely. say that's and got to be a done deal. And if you're looking at, you know, CCTV cameras around town, the other one's got to be Wilfred Bonney. No, surprised. <laughs> surprised that the Evertonians haven't infiltrated his Snapchat. I do see where he is. There is no one better than Evertonians at spotting out. It's just you know, something like that. Telephone's bad. That was fun, wasn't it? Tele- yeah. Telephone's a bit of location turned up on Twitter or Facebook or something where she took a picture and next thing yeah. she deleted it because all the Evertonians are going sorry. <laughs> I think they knew the moment Lee Willie Fair ordered two Heinekens and a cheese and bacon toasty on that plate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if that if there's any truth to that, and apparently excitement's building at Finch Farm, you know, we could well... Ever, Everton love to drag things out, don't they? So they'll probably make us sweat till Friday, um, you know, just to make sure everyone buys a few more Chang on Saturday. Do you know what? I didn't want this. I wanted new players and I wanted a new look at Everton for Tottenham. I might be there Have I convinced you? Yes, completely. I would set up a one matter Friday night paraded half time Tottenham Hotspur. That, that's what I'll I'll put him on my shoulders and parade him myself. <laughs> I'm going to take him home, but a bed made up then. He's funny, he looks like a little kid, don't you? Yeah. You know, I'd, yeah. I'd take that myself. I think what, what, what we need to do realise is that, as I said, I won't bore you with it again before, but I think there is a long term yeah. plan in place and it's phased. Machiri comes in. That coincides with having to make a huge managerial decision. If Mashiri didn't come in, Martinez would probably still be manager of Everton FC. Absolutely. We have a lot to be thankful for. He's left Cumin, they went and identified him. It took a while because he went on about 12 holidays. (laughs) He then came back, we we announced it in our own time. Since then, we announced the wash deal, no one saw that coming. Stecklenberg and Guy, no one saw them coming. So, all in the know, people are saying we're going to do this and do that. That's fair enough. But excitement is apparently building behind the scenes that we are building towards something. So maybe they are waiting for a double announcement to ultimately appease the fans because we need that. Regardless of whether John Stones or Roman Lukaku stay or go, Everton needs at least three new players, I would say. And that's without any outgoings. And three first-team players. Three first-team players, yeah. But if you're going by an Ashley Williams and a Wilfred Boney, you know that they can go straight into that team. You know that they're good enough. You know they're fit enough. And... And they're going to enhance us. They're going to, exactly, they're going to better what we've already got. So, I'm confident, it might not be Williams and Boney, but I'm confident that the names that uh, we bring in are going to be sufficient enough to, to help us kick on. And I'm excited to see Delafoe Morales, never being Kev's biggest fan. I hope we keep Lukaku. I honestly, yeah. I, personally, I hope we keep Lukaku more than I do. We think we keep Stones. Um as long as his head screwed on, right? Absolutely. As much as a slate the likes of McCarthy, McGeezy, Coney and that. Yeah. At the end of the day, we need players to come in to fill their boots. Um, I'm hoping Guy can play a real part. Um, looking forward to seeing Mason Holgate, Tom Davis. Um, and the, the team that's... You do this. The team that started <laughs> against, against uh, United on Saturday is the yeah. team that starts this Saturday for me. I've got no qualms about throwing Guy in from the off. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing 
the team rebuild itself and re re you know, find that momentum itself. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you know. we, we, we did, we lost the plot. We've, we've lost the plot for 18 and months. And I think a lot of damage was done, mate, in that last six months there, where he should have been sacked when he wasn't minus. I think a lot of damage has gone on where it's still painfully clear in that yeah. play. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, I Matt, think Matt, we're underestimating just Martinez is the one who who's answerable and who got yeah. made unemployed from that. But the players have a lot to answer for and you know, it's time for them to stand up and show that they are Premier League footballers and show the capabilities. So Completely whoever doesn't want to be here, the likes of Stones and Carpenter, if they don't want to be here, ultimately the goal is to keep your best players and be ambitious and build around them. But if they don't want to be here, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over it anymore. I'd rather I'd rather think about the future. Yeah. Replace them, bring them in, do what we can and move on because I, I'm safe in the knowledge now that there's a, a, a real concrete positive plan for the club in place yeah spot on no but keeping on happy players let's move on there you go <laughs> so here we go um, so the Everton Fan Focus podcast is back obviously for this season yeah um, you can find us on iTunes nothing's changed there just search Everton Fan Focus separately um, and it's under podcast if you get stuck um, you can subscribe there and you can also leave reviews so you want to call Mark a knobhead then by all means um, <laughs> I get that anyway <laughs> um, also there's been a bit of a transition so we've, we've moved the hosting platform from SoundCloud to Acast so we're going to see how that goes tonight if it doesn't work it'll be on SoundCloud yeah. but we'll push out the relevant links through Twitter Acast is a hosting platform for podcasts so we've linked up with a number of other football podcasts they approached us they're going to help with the hosting side and there's going to be, yeah. if it's successful, there's going to be some adverts implemented within the show, which will help pay to cover the cost of running it. Um, again, it's all very much trial and error. Yeah. Me and Mark are not technical experts, but we've no. gone into an agreement with ACAST to do that. So um, you, you may see you may see that our, our shows are now proudly hosted or in association with ACAST. Surely okay? FM coming. Some people, yeah, surely <laughs> FM coming in your ears. <laughs> Some people might not get their head round that, and I'm still trying to get my head round that. So, um, yeah. thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks very much. Take it easy. And we'll come back um, when? It's going to be two weeks, I think, just after you went, Stoke City. No, we'll do one before then. Oh, before then? Yeah. Oh, so, so we'll do one after the West Brom game then. I'll need weeks. a bit of relief before the wedding moment. Um, <laughs> maybe after the West Brom game, yeah. yeah we'll we'll let Everton play a couple of games, hopefully, then. You know, we would have signed our five years. Six points, Sorry. six players. <laughs> Six points, six players, <laughs> and six bricks laid down at the dockside. <laughs> That'll Good night. Be for me. Good night. <laughs>